All right, welcome back to Roadside Nuggets, everybody. I am Georgie Boy <laughs> with everybody. Um, so there's a good, little bit of a revamp going on with everything at the moment as far as live streams go. So we're gonna try this one out, see how it goes. Next one, we're gonna do the video part because they do have on they do have that on Telegram. So, anyways, I already um, received the liberty of pulling the cards for everybody before we even started the stream, just kind of getting the feel of the energies and the vibe. Um, so I got a card already from, so it was a new moon in Virgo. So it was trusting all will be well. And I feel that like that's kind of like, there's like a, a lull period. I feel more of like a, a rest period. Everyone's kind of been in for a while. It's, it's, it gets to the point where like you want to move, you want to do something, you want to create, you want to, you know, something, anything at this point. And a lot of people feel like this agitation of just kind of feeling stuck inside, not really feeling, knowing what to do with themselves or uh, with their life or really what their life is really added up to. They don't even know how to look at it and be like, okay, you know, this is my life. This is everything I've done so far. Add it all up. What do I get? You know, they don't even know what is the, like, the result. They, they don't know what they're looking at, you know. So I kind of feel like, you know, it's we've gotten so used to, you know, in the human experience, just being able to do something and feel accomplished. You get me? It's like it's so easy to, like, move something or change some things around. Like, literally, like, your living room. Like, let's move the couch to the other side of the living room. Okay, I did something. You know, it's very easy for us just to have that instant gratification that we succeeded, we did something, we achieved something, you know. And when we feel like we're kind of like in a low period where, you know, in those moments necessarily, like, you know, the test is more so patience. It's, you know, grace. You know, it's learning to be more compassionate for yourself and other people. It's not really about, you know, the speed you're going through it. And I feel like that's, you know, being in the society that has, you know, constantly conditioned and programmed humanity to be competitive with each other. You know, that's really one of the main lanes we know how to, like, succeed is by competition, you know, and pitting each other against, you know, the other person or, you know, seeing someone as a level and trying to overcome them because in your mind they are that boundary line. They are that ceiling. If you can surpass them, if you can be better than them or you can be stronger than them, then that means you're better, you know. And so it's interesting how we externalize, you know, these forms of, you know, just success and really achievement in our life. A lot of times when we look at our life, we look at the materialistic, practical things, you know, one plus one equals two, you know, and that makes sense. It's, it's practical. It's very physical. Um, but anything beyond that, if you go a little bit deeper about, well, what if it didn't equal two? Well, now everyone's like, okay, well, no, we don't want to talk anymore. You're just, you're crazy, you know. But what if those crazy parts were really where we got to get to? You know, you look at humanity, you look at how long they quote unquote say we've lived you know the civilizations the generations that have come and gone what have we actually achieved doing things the way that we have been you know doing it all along what have we achieved you know it's been this constant runaround broken records and you know keep going through the same process over and over again you know and we're not getting it 
you know, and I feel like we have to we have that part in ourselves as humans where we have to have that physical gratification or something inside of us says that we've failed, you know, that we're not good enough. We didn't make it. We didn't succeed. We're not strong enough. And if we don't have if we don't receive or get that physical validation, that physical trophy, so to speak, in so many words, you know, if we don't get that, like we just fall on our face, you know, our face and we quit. You know, we have failed. We are miserable. We are a waste of space. We shouldn't be here. And, you know, no one should love you. All that, that pitiful, miserable, like little wallowing that we do, you know, when we just kind of get beside ourselves and we don't really know how to handle or deal with ourselves. You know, this is where I feel a lot of that's kind of, you know, been getting triggered a lot for people is, you know, learning how to be yourself without doing anything. And I know that sounds very simple and like, just like, you know, but can you do it though? You know, can you be yourself without doing anything? You know, it doesn't mean being lazy. It doesn't mean quit everything in life and don't be productive. What that means is can you be yourself without needing to do something to prove that you are you? You know, is your job what tells you who you are? Is your family, your wife, your husband, your children, you know, the hobbies you have, the games and the different things you do in, you know, in your spare time, is that what says who you are? Is that how you describe yourself through the things that you do in daily life? Because we know if we look at it that way, well, those are just activities. Those are, you know, things we participate in. It doesn't necessarily mean it's who we are. And I feel that fine line has been blurred in a lot of ways for humanity, um, you know, especially with the corporate world, you know, industrialization. Um, you know, it's, it's all based off of this measurement, this regiment, this standard, the requirements, the rules and the policies and the regulations. And if any of those are not followed or adhered to, then there's consequences, there's punishments, there's demotions, and then there's, there's trouble. It means something bad, you know? And I feel in a big way that, you know, especially for us who are already adults, you know, we're not particularly young anymore, you know, early 20s, teenage years, you know, so I feel... For the ones who have been, you know, working the older generations and even the middle class, you know, uh, and I say middle class as far as generation, not <laughs> not monetary wise. We're talking about age wise. So like the middle bracket of age, um, you know, for the country or for the world, you know, I feel in a lot of ways it's that gap has to be, you know, bridged. You know, I feel. You know, the youth is always trying to get older, wanting to do more things, and they always see a ceiling over them, like something that they have to surpass because it's limits, their obstructions and rules that they have to abide by, but yet create your life how you want it. You know, and then we have, you know, the other side of the spectrum, and these are just very in general, you know, perspectives. I'm not saying this is everything, so don't get offended, anyone. Um, but I would say on the other side of the spectrum, you know, for the elders and the older class, you know, more so getting to what we perceive as the end of the road. You know, I feel that's a kind of a, a genre or a theme we can all agree on. Um, and even the elder class, you know, just, you know, those are a lot of the thoughts and just kind of the perspective a lot of that class is in a lot of times. 
you know, coming to the end of your life, what do you want to invest in? What do you want to leave behind? What is your legacy? What do you want to, you know, it's all that kind of, but everything in that, if you look at it and feel into it, it just says, you know, over, game over. You know, it doesn't matter how nice it is for grandma to sit there and feel into, you know, how, what she wants to leave behind for the children or, you know, just to, you know, spend the last few of her years with the children. And, you know, you can see where it goes that way. And we can already feel in our hearts, yeah, that's amazing. That's beautiful. I would love, you know, being that experience and who wouldn't at the same time for that individual, for that grandmother. She's also sold herself. She's written herself off. She's, you know, completely, you know, accepted belief systems about age, you know, body degeneration, you know, not being able to heal and bounce back, get younger. You know, she's already accepted it and kind of just like attached to those belief systems. Now, <coughs> you have that one grandmother and then you add it to the collective. You have billions and billions of people on this planet. You know, so grandmothers, grandfathers, uncles, aunts, it doesn't really matter. It's just, you know, whatever experience you are in, I feel it's safe to say at this point, everyone is going through the, I would say, the the limits of that experience. Like, what is the limits of being old? What is the limits of being young? What are the limits of, you know, and really bridging that gap, you know? Of course, there's no limits. We're endless, but however, we have these belief systems that says everything is limited. So in efforts to transform this energy, we engage ourselves in that same way. What is limited in me? You know, what is the limit of this experience? And then when you think you found that limit of that experience, you realize that it goes on. You realize it expands. But also you're acknowledging that you're not afraid to face and look at what you perceive as your limit. And that's a big one for everyone, I feel. We like to look at the facts. We like to look at the, the truths and all the glitter and shiny things. However, when we look at like the details, like the inner details, that's really what's going to give us a map, a roadmap to the truth. You know, the darkness is what's going to ultimately in the end equal the light, you know, when we flip it. So that does require you to face and look inward you know on yourself at that kind of energy and i feel like that's kind of like in a big way this is a big help of not of being in this limbo mode that everyone's been in you know this not really knowing what to do not a lot coming in not a lot really going on and happening around you in your experience of course there's movement but the big huge events they're not really taking place right now you know and you kind of wonder like okay am i not doing enough do i need to make plans do i need to move somewhere do i need to change everything and it's really about just being. Again, we come back around to what we were talking about in the beginning of the stream. And being able to be yourself without having to do anything. And that's a, it's a big jump in consciousness because, again, like we said, humanity has been conditioned to produce. And so if your whole perspective, your life experience about being human is off of producing things and doing things and what you can create and that's what you're judged and valued off of that's what your worth is based off of you know we're still in that 3d matrix setting you know and so it's that part of empowering your spiritual self your soul your inner child your creativity you know is 
also finding this like this it's not is more than pleasure it's way more than pleasure this enjoyment of being in your own space of being within yourself being yourself expressing who you are creating and being artistic and just you know however you say words how you say them how you walk and talk how you carry your body your expression is your gift you know and when you can do that more and be more in that space in that energy without rules or regulations or standards or you know it should be this way or that way if you can just be without having to do then that is the key that's how you really start to anchor in that divinity because god is god god was god before god ever had to do anything like god was simply god and so like us being a part of god we are god it's coming back to that solid foundational truth in yourself where we realize we are god we just simply are we don't have to do anything to prove that we don't have to say anything to make it seem like that or, or walk or talk or be any which way you know other than our true organic self because that's simply how, who we are you know now the the little side kicker on this part too is also the ego you know because although we say that we are divine and we're born divine and we are god with god you know we also on the flip side have ego and so it's kind of like one little extra thing to look at on the list is like, okay, you know, God, 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 ego, right? So, you know, create, live, express, you know, express, breathe, you know, you know, love, but also pay attention to your ego. Also hold your, your ego accountable, you know, observe and heal and grow, you know, it's a never ending process and, you know, accepting yourself being able to sit in a space and just like deal with your thoughts with your emotions and you know what kind of goes through your head on a daily basis um you know you'd be surprised you're not probably the only one in that boat um and there's a lot of people have experiences that they just don't really say out loud but because we don't hear them from other people out loud we assume that we're just the only ones and so we spin ourselves go crazy and just completely confuse ourselves you know when communication and talking and getting these things out it does provide that clarity where you realize this is a collective experience and even though it may not be the exact experience that someone else is having you also are having similar experiences where you can see where they connect and that's amazing you know because we are all different and unique but we also are one and connect together so um, that paradox has always been fascinating. <laughs> um, so I had two other cards that we pulled before stream, um, and they were the unicorn funny cards. I really enjoy these ones. Um, the rebel deck, um, and they, they're pretty colorful with their words, but it gets the point across and adds a little bit of, a little bit of humor to it. Um, so the first card I pulled was an orange card, um, and it said, you are the best thing to ever happen to you. Okay. And on the back, it says, go easy on your ass, buy your own damn drink, okay? And, like, even though the humor side, you know, I feel it's it's more about empowerment. It's more about putting yourself first. It's more about choosing yourself and, you know, buy your own drink. Take yourself out to on a date, you know, like, we, there's so many things I feel like we sit around and wait for other people to acknowledge in ourself, 
in what we have already done, you know, and we don't feel it's got the recognition or the credit for it. So we wait, you know, we kind of put it on the back burner and wait for it to get enough attention or an audience or whatever. And, you know, ultimately you look at your life and there's so many parts of it that we have waited on other people, you know, to move forward with ourselves, to feel okay being yourself, to feel it's okay to create what we do. We've, we felt like we needed, you know, other people to, tell us or give us the green light, you know? And that's a big part of our own fears of not being able to sit with our own thoughts and emotions and feel them. And so we kind of, we do this very disassociated thing where we externalize, but it's really us trying to use each other as a backboard of like projection and blame and trying to put it outside of ourselves. And we see it, but at the same time, we don't want to be accountable now, you know? And so getting into a space where the energies in your life kind of just shift up and change where there is that lull period. There is kind of like not exactly a flat line, but things are kind of they've plateaued and you can feel like the kind of like that stuffiness that that being suffocated or just kind of being, you know, like trapped feeling like you want to get out. You want to do something. You want to build, create. You want to expand, become more, you know, but you don't know what's going on that's stopping that process or what's halting you, or what's in your way, you know? And these are the moments that get us all in that space. You know, it really pushes you to acknowledge it, you know, because one of the biggest things, too, with our heavy level of denial on this planet, (laughs) um, you know, it it really makes it easier for you to justify and come up with an excuse or another story, you know, that fits better, that makes you feel better. And in the long run, we know it won't work out. We know it doesn't equal, you know, the peace that we really just want, you know, and it's not going to come easy. So really the big steps, being accountable, being responsible, looking at ourself, you know, instead of always trying to point the finger at other people or, you know, make other people the reason why, you know, why can't we be the reason why and look at ourselves? You know, it's it's that level of pride, you know, in ourself where... You know, we feel we work hard. We feel like we push ourselves and we are, you know, as strong as can be. We're doing our best. And so that pride kind of becomes a shield or a defense, you know, against any kind of other new experiences or awarenesses. And I feel that's also something that, too, like with the competition in this world. And, you know, it's been a long journey through you know just employments and different jobs and stuff for everyone and coming to the point where you know we kind of realized how much we were basing our worth off of our job status the car we drove the house we had you know and everything and that was it was almost like this insane panic to get it all as fast as you could as soon as possible so the right people could see you have it have that you know it was like this weird delusional made-up reality you know i feel that you know just coming out of the pain and the boredom and the depression and the numbness of everyone just being completely turned off and being sustained on you know enabling or being you know escapisms or just being disassociated i feel with all that coming back online and creating this new kind of sensitivity in everyone it's like the physical reality always moves last. Okay? Just so everyone's aware, it's the physical reality always moves last. 
the spiritual, the mental, the emotional work, all that comes first, the etheric energy, all of that, the thoughts, the ideas, the dreams, um, the intention, all that comes first. And then the physical manifestation happens after all that's done. And so I feel we're kind of in that, that crossroads where like the laziness and the like the, the the resistance and stubbornness humanity has been in for so long, that's kinda of like physically where most of humanity's at, even though consciously and mentally on some level and emotionally we have evolved in a lot of different ways. So the physical is definitely very much behind and where we get agitated, where what we feel and what we see inside ourselves does not match the physical experience around us. And I feel that can trigger a lot of different things in people where it's either fight or flight mode, panic and anxiety, hysteria, or more so like, you know, person who just buckles down like, okay, I got to push more. I got to, you know, I got to produce more. I got to, you know, you create, I got to do more, 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 more. Like a work slave, like, you know, just based off of, you know, producing things, not really about being. And I feel... You know, that's kind of like, especially depending on what age you are, I feel that kind of has a lot to do with the emotional reaction you have towards this based on your responsibility in life. You know, if you're a parent, if you have a job, if you have, you know, bills and things like that, things probably seem a lot more scarier to you when you hit that moment in your life and you look around and things just aren't really changing. And how you feel you are inside and how different you feel and think inside yourself it's not working anymore. It does not fit. It does not plug in to everything else going on around you. The main world as it is no longer works for you. It doesn't fit. And I feel there's, there's kind of like a, an extortion that kind of goes on sometimes too when people start to wake up where they start to extort with or negotiate rather, you know, with themselves and their ego on, you know, based off of, okay, what we're going to do now, what we're not, you know, what, we should, you know, pay attention to what we, and even though you realize you're changing and a lot of things have to be changed in your behavioral pattern, it also falls back on that integrity with yourself is like, okay, well, if no one else knows, if no one else is watching me, if no one else is staying on me, then it's like, it's really up to me to be responsible and accountable for my own actions and thoughts and energies. And if I let myself slide, no one's going to know. If I hide it, no one's going to know because, you know, it kind of goes into that level of consciousness where now so it's not really about 3D life. It's not really about the world that we're living anymore. It's about creating a new one. And to do that, you have to create new human beings or evolve, rather, the human beings that are in the old world. You know, In order to have the new world, you can't have old human beings. Like they're going to... We're going to fuck it up again. We're going to take it back to, you know, ground zero to like the bottom. You know, we're going to destroy it again. You know, so the humans on the planet has to evolve as well with the reality. You can't just slide a bunch of old humans into a new space and just, you know, imagine that they're just going to, we're going to be responsible and do better with that one. Like, no, like you got to learn all the lessons. So I feel, um, you know, that's it's a big test for everyone in learning that self integrity and in being able to stand in that truth for themselves and, and honor it. You know, actually learning what that feels like and, and honoring yourself and your truth and you know, it's a big deal. It really really is a huge deal for you when you get to that point where 
you realize how powerful that is, that no one really is going to be able to fully hold you responsible and accountable 100% other than you. And then you also realize there's the fear there of like, okay, well, there's a lot of things that I'm aware of about myself. So that's a big ticket to say that I'm the one now responsible with holding myself in integrity. And you ask yourself, who else better to do it other than you? There's nobody else on the planet that knows you better than you do, has lived your life and gone through your experiences. So it is up to you to learn compassion and forgiveness and be able to return that back to love in the highest with integrity and not be able to use justifications or excuses or blame or project onto other people as why you simply won't choose to grow or evolve or be better as a human being and more love. You see, it all comes back around <laughs> in a lot of different ways. So um, the second card that I pulled from that unicorn deck that I had, uh, it says, shit is going down with your job. <clears throat> Interesting. Reevaluate, change your perspective, or fucking quit. And that's what this card says. Um, and that's fascinating because that kind of goes along with what we're talking about too. You just, you know, these changes everyone's going through and like the more – trauma and just density and healing you do on yourself and moving that stuff out the divinity organically flows in you know it just comes in it flows in from the universe and so you know a lot of changes in your environment in your life experience you know because if you're a different person and you think differently you have different dreams you feel differently than you did a week ago then ask yourself the life you built for yourself does it still fit you know, and, you know, we'll go out another five months from now and ask the same question. Does it fit now? You know, realizing and observing that you are growing and changing. But in actuality, humanity kind of sold ourselves to this this lifestyle where we kind of want things not to change. We want things to stay the same. You have a career for 50 plus years of your life. That's going to be your job you're going to retire from. That's always going to be what you're going to do and all these different things. It's like, uh I don't really feel that anymore. I, I don't. I don't think that's on my on my map anymore at all. You know, I think I think things have changed. Um, and you know, that takes a lot of bravery and courage. Um, you know, not only to say that to somebody else, but to look at yourself. Be like, look, my life's got to change. I, you know, I probably do need to leave my job. These people that I'm working with and the the boss I have, it probably is not good for my mental health at all. And if I really want to, you know, really grow and heal myself. I got to stop putting myself in harm's way. I got to stop putting myself in situations which I know are not highest for me or situations that are clearly just going to create more conflict. You know, there's a there's an energy of where like you feel like you've overstayed your stay, you know, and that's coming to a lot of people waking up right now as you really, you know, break that ceiling in yourself and you realize that there's so much more to you in your life than what you kind of have betted on so far it creates this kind of experience for you where like it's it kind of gets scary you know to step out because you're not going to have all your friends with you you're not going to have your whole family tree lineage you know family reunion everybody with you no you know and most of the time it's going to be kind of lonely for you you know because it is a soul journey it's a soul experience and it requires you to soulfully choose on your own what it is your soul chooses, you know, not 
having your hand held, not being pushed from behind by somebody else all the time, and you know, having someone breathing down your neck, making sure that you do everything you're supposed to. You know, it's a it's about learning to return back to the self and loving the self enough to support and 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 help you know co-create a life that is not only for you but for everyone. You know, but it doesn't leave you out. And I feel that kind of goes back in line with uh you know like a you know a saying you grew up with in the nineties. I was born in ninety two, um, and I always heard people talking about you know like treat others you know the way you want to be treated you know and you know always put other people first. And that was a big one that like even the church said all the times like always put other people before you. You know that's you know that's real love. That's really caring for someone if you put other people first. And it's like. I feel <laughs> the people who actually, you know, lived and abided by that and actually tested that one out. I feel we can all agree that it does not work. Something went off the rails with that equation because it's not it's not complete. Okay. Um, and I feel this is where, you know, humanity's guilt and shame and judgment and opinions kind of come into play where why should you put other people first you know if you're doing everything if you're doing something why would someone else receive that before you you see this is kind of like it it literally is a it's a contradiction in itself if what you do with your body what you say create what you anything what you do with your body your body is doing it yet you would let someone else receive it first before you but it's coming from you. You see, that's kind of, it's like it's a confusing little manipulation there. It's a hijack where it automatically causes disempowerment. It automatically causes, you know, oh, yo mama, you, were you trying to speak, love? I'm going to put you on off mute so you can speak if you want. Um, the mic's free. Okay. All right. Beautiful. Um, so oh, wait, I do want to say I watch your channel all the time and I love it. Thank you so much for trying to share the truth. I appreciate it. Oh, you're so welcome. Love. This is my honor. Absolutely. It, it's fun. This is fun for me. So, um, I, I feel definitely for, um, angels reroute. Um, so thank you with the jobs and everything coming up and with, you know, just not even that, you know, there's a lot of home experiences. There's people who have other, you know, and it has nothing to do with home. People travel, people um, are trying to create their own, you know, version of, you know, new earth, I guess you could say, a like new world uh, kind of direction with health and foods and, you know, technology. And there's all kinds of different things that are all it really says in a big way is this is a solution for your problem. You know, it's an external solution for your internal problem is basically what they're saying, which is impossible, cannot be healed, cannot be fixed that way. It will only be a temporary relief, and then you'll move on to the next addiction or the next fixation that allows you to be distracted for a moment because the, the high is so extreme or the adrenaline rush or the experience of it is so captivating that for a moment you forget. For a moment, you lose sight of, 
you know, the fears or whatever's bothering you. But once the depression or the boredom comes back, then all of it comes back too as well. The thoughts, the fears, the feelings, emotions, all of it, you know. And I feel like there's no, there's, there is no way of getting out of, like if, you know, the 3D life you've created for yourself, it, it is a prison. It literally is a prison. There is no way for you to reach divine enlightenment sitting in the same situation and experience you are currently in right now. Everything has to change. The way you are has to change. The way you love has to change. Everything just needs to change. I'm not, I'm not saying it has to be completely different. It could just be more, you know, loving more, more compassion, more forgiveness. Because you never really arrive to a point where you're like, okay, I've learned forgiveness. No, you haven't. Mastering forgiveness is for eternity. There's always deeper forgiveness you can go to. And there's always more bigger forgivenesses to give, you know, for a lot of things, whether it's just one person or the world. There's a lot of suffering going on right now. You know, there's so much forgiveness that we are in debt with it, actually. Um, but that's what I mean, though, is where to change everything. We got to change the way we see and evaluate ourselves. If we think that we're just kind of like we're producing and everything's good and fine and peachy, chances are you got a lot of things to look at because somehow we feel like being just content where we are is going to is going to last. It's going to endure everything and it won't. Everything in life changes, deconstructs, restructures, breaks down, rebuilds everything in life, including us. So for these little things of, you know, trophies on the wall, these little pictures on our dresser that tell us what a great human being we are, can we move past that? Can we move past that and recognize the divinity inside that's still happening every moment? The, moment, the fact that you're breathing right now and your heart is beating, you are a miracle. Magic is happening right now. You know, and we look so much to the things in the past that we've already done, have already been there, have already experienced, and we hold on as if it was everything, as if that's the only good things that we're really going to get. You know, we have a little small treasure box, and these are the small few gold things that we, we've kind of collected in life, and we like to take them out and look at them from time to time and reheart ourselves that, oh, wow, yeah, I did that. I went there. I accomplished this. It was really great. I had awesome friends back then. When is it going to be deeper than that? When can that be like now? Why can why can that be, you know, amazing friends now? Why can't that be a better life now? Why can't that be amazing and passionate and just completely just like euphorical now? We've got to this point where we feel like we have to pay and invest and we have to people please and we have to scrape together everything that we can achieve in this world. And that's just depravity. And it's just physical stuff. It has nothing to do with the dreams, with the passion, with the love inside of us. That That's what really enlivens, en enlivens everything, truly. Like, you can have a house. You can have a school. You can have anything. But the love and the compassion and that energy is what's going to fill it. That's what's going to change it. That's what's going to, you know, put color into those walls. And it's going to inspire and create passion to, to create from within that house and fill it with more love and dreams and miracles and magic. It doesn't just come like a cookie cutter. You put together and then boom, you have it. And that's what humanity has been taught. 
buy a box, four-piece set, put it together, two minutes, easy. You'll be happy. That's not a dream. <laughs> it's suggestive. It's already premeditated. It's preordained. It's, 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 it's planned out. Who can be happy in that? And that's kind of like this pop-up world that we've been living in 3d is pretty much what it is is a pop-up world i remember those books you know when i was a child in the 90s and i had like these little books that you turn the page and like these little pop-ups would come up out of the book and that's what we have is a pop-up world it's fake they like as soon as you push it a little bit it falls over it, there's nothing to it there's no weight it's not solid you know and we've been giving too much power to that too much energy, too much focus and thoughts where it just steals any amount of peace that you do have to feel like you can actually do anything better or move forward from there, you know? It's like we do our best to remind ourselves how crazy and, you know, fucked up the world is and how cautious we should be how safe we should be you know how prepared we should be what should we have by this time in our age or if we have children or you see where it goes it's all this fear all these different things are like oh well you should have this because this is going to happen well who said it's going to happen who told you that you know we're realizing that we've been playing this script for so long and that's why everyone's bored that's why everyone's everyone's addicted to things everyone's obsessed everyone's escaped disassociated, not here, not wanting to be here at all. That's, that's why. No one is finding joy in the human experience anymore. I'm not saying the human experience is bad or something happened to it. It's just the reality that we're in right now as human beings. It's not enjoyable anymore. You know, there's, there's such... And we saw this experience with mom too in the last couple of years. Just, you know, literally the list declining. You know, the, you know, what, what was like 10 became five became two, two things that, you know, gave mom joy when she was here, you know, and that just, it shows you kind of that, that, you know, bigger reflection of God that, you know, without the love, without the respect and gratitude and the peace and everybody being able to embody that, everyone being able to share that with each other and express that to each other. You cannot have paradise. We will not have new earth. And we will not be able to create and build something grand that will stay. Because it's trying to deny pain. It's trying to deny something that we don't want to really look at. We're trying to brush under the rug. But, oh, okay, well, like, we're not there anymore. Well, let's just focus on this now. It's like, no. Let's deal with it. So we don't have to deal with it again. You know, stop going over to the same pile you keep sweeping up and putting in the dustpan just to sweep it up again because you're not getting all of it. And have patience. Slow down. Take a breath for a moment. You know, sit down and really stop spinning for a moment and then get up and do it. You know, no one says it had to be done by a certain time. No one said the sky was going to fall if you didn't succeed. You know, the points of success... And being a good person do not come from anything physical that you can get or give in the world. It doesn't. It solely comes from within your heart. How you feel, how you think, and what you are prepared in yourself with your bravery, with your courage as a person, as a human individual, as a sovereign being, what you are prepared to do with your love. 
without needing anyone to tell you, without needing to follow the rules or, or anything. Can you just step out and just be you? And can your love just be that grand without needing permission from somebody else? You know, of course, that's everybody's lesson and we're all always going through those processes. However, keep going. Don't stop. You never get to a point where you're like, okay, well, the, you know, people just aren't ready for this yet. You know, the world's just not ready or I'm just probably ahead of my timeline. So, you know, I just, I just won't do it anymore. What, what is that? That's crap. That is, that is such crap. To quit on yourself, to quit on the things that bring you joy and true happiness because you don't think other people are ready for that or you don't feel like it's, it's their time. Forget it. It does not matter at all. And that's the whole reason why, in a lot of ways, you know, we look back at you know, the greatest artists and, and you know, some of the greatest people in the world in our history that they created things that we're still remembering them now about. You know, They were first ones. They were trendsetters. They were different. They were unique. They did not fit in with the crowd or they were not everyone's favorite. And a lot of thoughts and ideas and dreams they had did go against the grain of, you know, what everyone else wanted in that reality. You know, so it did create those experiences where you do have to learn compassion and, you know, humbleness and humility and forgiveness because there is a lot of, you know, confusion, misunderstanding going on and, you know, things in the world that we're just not fully sure about. But for yourself, for your life, all you have to do, all you need to do, all that is required of you by heaven is to be your higher self. Be the greatest, grandest, most divine being you can possibly be in this life. And that's all God really truly asks of everyone. It's all that's required. Because through that, everything can happen. Do you see that? It's not really, you know, listing a list of 20 plus things that you have to remember and you always have to make sure you're in alignment and on on track with. It's simply just being love. It's being the best, grandest version of yourself you can be today in this moment. Regardless of all the triggers, the arguments and everything going on, the blow ups, the explosions that happened like five minutes ago. It matters who you are in this moment, regardless of all that love compassion can you do it can you be it that's what matters when it comes down to it it, it, no one's sitting there with like a scoreboard sheet i'm like oh well you tripped over there like oh you you went out of the lines a little bit oh you fail like no that's us that's humanity that literally micromanages ourselves and and tears ourselves apart looking at all the little details and flaws just to say that we've we're not good enough that is all us nobody else <laughs> the stuff we've you know learned and we're conditioned by, of course, but we're still responsible because they're in our habits, they're in our behaviors. You know, that's one thing too. I've been kind of like um, rehearsing myself as an affirmation. You know, like you know, my energy and my attitude can change everything. My energy and my attitude can change the timeline. My energy and my attitude can change the whole atmosphere of the space, and it does. You know, and the more you trust yourself with that, the more empowerment and the more, you know, you really courage and bravery you have in yourself to to intend that, to say that, to trust that that is your energy and your experience and that's real to you, watch the magic happen. It's crazy, you know, but also it's a good, a good kind of, uh, I would say rule of thumb, but we're throwing rules out. Thank you, angels. Like no rules. I'm like, all right, cool. Um, so. A really cool 
re harder to kind of reheart yourselves with. You know, just always make sure that like you know it. Whenever you get to that part in yourself, and I I've had to pull myself back many times. You know, when you feel like you've given so much, when you feel like you have you know forgiven, then you've had compassion, and you've like held space, and you've let it go a million trillion times, and no matter what you do, and it's just like it keeps coming back as a trigger. You're like I, I feel myself where that's where I go instead of letting myself fall to the blame. Then because it's so easy, you can so easily fall to blame or projection. Or, well, it's it's them doing this, and it's not. You know, you can always be more compassion. You know, because in a lot of ways, our resistances and our reactions, they're out of fear. You know, so. A lot of times where we feel like we're good, when we look at another person, we can actually see our fear playing out through them. Does that make sense? Okay. There's a lot of times we are so heavily conditioned and programmed with control and controlling ourselves, controlled composure, controlled speech, controlled behavior. Everything is controlled, especially when you're in front of other people that you're not aware of or you're not familiar uh, of you're very controlled. There's a trained person that comes out of you, and everybody knows this. You've seen it, um, and I feel like that's kind of like the robotic part where you know we can see more of that side, you know, that side of ourselves through other people as the fears play out through them. And when it triggers our control, or our our resistance, or our wanting to blame, it's like it, that's where we can kind of we can see. Okay, back in ourselves. Okay, where is it at? Where is this blame at? Where is this betrayal energy or whatever's going on that makes me want to think that it's this person and this is everything that they're trying to do to me right now, you know? And once you get past that, once you really can anchor in that compassion, feel into multiple experiences at the same time, it's not just you. It's not just you and your little bubble, your little world. Everything's not involving around you. There are more people living on this planet other than you. And so when you can open up and incorporate more than just yourself and really start feeling that from that side of, you know, that point of view, that perspective and feeling from other people's angles of where they're coming from, what they're sharing, it helps you see more of yourself, but also the things that you're scared of, too. And maybe the thoughts you had or the things you were projecting on other people weren't even real. You know, it was just you saw them move their body a certain way. You saw them, you heard them say something a certain way in a certain tone and it triggered your trauma. And then there you go. Now you're creating a picture, an image of that person. Oh, they're this and they said this and they're just like this. And, and you know, you, you know the whole roller coaster, you know. And so it's just really kind of slowing ourselves down so we don't just come, you know, completely just fly out, you know, the gate all the time and think that it's other people. It's, it's always you, you know, always, always. I'm not saying that no one else is not being mean. I'm not saying no one's being, un, you know, dishonest or untrustworthy or anything like that. I'm not saying that at all. But the blame game where you get to be like, oh, well, see, yeah, I was right. Like, it's you. It's like, no, you know, like you're a vibrational match. Maybe because you have so many trust issues, you manifest as someone who was untrustworthy. You know, because you're so afraid of not being able to trust that that's literally the people you're pulling into your life is the people that's hard to trust. You know, it's like you don't get that. That's how the experience is going to keep manifesting for you until you can let it go, not let it be a big deal anymore to you because you trust and have faith that the grandest things are available to you and you have access to that. 
as soon as you stop with the tantrum, as soon as you stop playing around with the whole miserable thoughts and tormenting yourself with all those, you know, self-criticism, hatred-filled, you know, thoughts, just, it will stop when you stop, okay? And I hope that's clear. Um, it will stop when you stop, when you decide that it, it no longer is acceptable to you. You know, giving yourself permission to have more, grander, better, and not that you deserve it, not that you're entitled to it, but because you're worthy of it. And that worthiness came from birthright. It came from divinity. It came from God before you were even human. And so there's nothing from this human experience that you could say that you've done or who you are that says that you are automatically entitled to anything. That's where the manipulation happens. We are all guests. We're guests here on this planet. This planet is our host. You know, our mother, Mother Gaia, she takes care of us and nurtures us. You know, but we are guests. We are her children. And so, you know, the denial of realizing the ecosystem of energy that we belong to and just automatically assuming that we are entitled to everything that we want because we can buy it, we can travel there, we can just get it because we're of that status. That's where a lot of that manipulation really gets deeper, where we lose sight of our connection to reality and creation, but also the flow of how the energy flows through creation, how it supports all of life and how it, it makes sure that it's balanced. It's always in harmonics. And so it kind of like contradicts our perspective where like, you know, in human life, instant gratification or just band-aid it, put a band-aid over it, forget about it, put it under the rug, just don't look at it, ignore it, deny, you know, it, you can see that that's not a vibrational match to the rest of the universe where everything is held in balance. Everything is integrity. Everything is truth. Nothing is manipulation. You see, so you kind of can see, um, you know, a black and white type view of where like humanity is coming from this angle and the universe is on this side. And we kind of like we have to merge and mesh together, but it's going to require a lot of changes in humanity to make sure that we are of a higher vibration, but also a vibrational match to the reality we're moving to, which would be love based, which means we have to find that love in ourselves. We have to equal that vibrational match, you know, we can't go seeking love and compassion and peace in a new world. You know, you didn't learn your lessons for this one. So no, denied, access denied, go around. <laughs> you know, it's like big old red stamp, like denied. Um, you know, it's, you got to get to the point where everything is in this one. Everything is in this life. You are, especially for people who have trouble, I feel... You know, like we have a lot of fascination with other lifetimes, with who we were before, you know, and what lifetimes was I in Lemuria? Was I back in, you know, Atlantis or Egypt and ancient Egyptian time and Sumerias and Aztecs and I was a Mayan? And, you know, you can really go down the rabbit hole with that and it can get pretty big with the list, you know, and we've had so many lives that like you literally go crazy trying to keep track of all of them, honestly, um, you know, but that's where. You know, the simple truth about this lifetime is it doesn't matter what life you've had before. It doesn't matter who you were as a soul before in any other lifetime or what you achieved. It does not matter anymore. This is kind of, this is the convergence. 
So basically what that means is, you know, all the different lifetimes, all the fragments of the souls are converging in on each other, becoming one again, instead of being, you know, spaced out particles or little fragments. It's all coming back together and piecing together into one, you know, so that I feel in, in a lot of ways is uh, <laughs> a big picture perspective for everyone to see like things it's going to require time, you know, moments, you know, but the more we work on ourselves and become a stronger individual, when we all do connect and intermingle with each other, we will be a stronger community because everyone as an individual is stronger as well in themselves. You know, so it's like literally every part to that tool is strong. You know, it's not just, you know, like the the front and the back is strong and the middle is kind of weak. No, the every single chain link in that whole chain is strong and solid. It has been through the test. It's been through the fire. It's been through the integrity and the love and the forgiveness. It's tested itself and knows it is solid. And that's for each and every one of us to go through that experience to be tested by divinity, by God, by the angels and creation and our own our own fears, our own ego, to be tested by, by that and surpass that, to evolve and move forward into something that we haven't been before because of what we are moving out of now, you know, so it is a constant growing experience always, you know, for us all, but, you know, the more patience we have and tolerance, tolerance is a divine trait, <laughs> just so everyone is aware, <laughs> divine tolerance is real, um, and divine patience, you know, and, and we do need to show that we can master that in ourselves, we can anchor that in, we can practice that, and we can be the example of that to other people, including ourself first. Yeah, always comes back to yourself, you know, being body and being the example first, and then everything else after. Don't worry about trying to teach anybody or trying to get anyone to do anything if you're not doing it yourself, <laughs> right? That's kind of a little saying my father had when I was younger. He's like, you know, don't worry about, don't worry about anyone else's mess if you're not, sh you know, if you're not straight yourself, you know, like get yourself put together, get your, your whole space right and tight, and then worry about other people's stuff. And it was true, you know, it was probably a little bit more militant, uh, military and controlling wise back then, but it was, it was true though, like that same concept in a higher way, you know, um, just making sure that you're putting yourself first. If it, it's about forgiveness, love, integrity, you know, honor, make sure that you are honoring that first, that you are being it, that you are standing in that energy first, you know, and that's real true love, you know, it's kind of fake to, you know, go out and love everybody else, but you're not giving it to yourself at home. It's like, what is that? You know, it's kind of like, it's, that's some weird <laughs> manipulation we do ourselves. you know, like, you're like, oh, we want to be nice, nice and so patient and we'll like, we'll move the heavens and the stars for other people. But when it comes to us, we don't have... We have no patience for ourselves. We have no tolerance. We want it done now. We don't want to be bothered by it. We're so irritable. It's like we're moody all the time and we're so mean to ourselves. And yeah, I could go on for days. It's it's a lot, you know, and, and you kind of like wonder like, well, I can do it for other people, but not for myself. And it's like, yeah, because it's not real. It's a programming. It's a conditioning. We were programmed and conditioned how to do different things, how to, you know, love, how to support other people through the programming, you know? But letting that go and learning how to just be yourself, 
being love and giving it to yourself first and being the example. That's the true essence of that. You know, you don't have to sit there and make anybody listen to you. You just doing it for yourself, being the example, people are going to watch you. They're going to observe you. They're going to see you in passing. They're going to stop because you challenge their belief systems. You challenge the things that they think all the time in their heads. And when they see you, when they hear you speak or how you move or how you act and how you handle different situations, they are amazed. They're like, well, who is this person? You know, And that's all you can do and be is just be a better example and work and heal yourself. And everybody will see it. They will feel it rolling off of you. But the moment you try to go push it into someone's face or try to prove a point or want that validation that you, know, you want people to see that you've changed. You want them to know that you are different. But why? What does it matter? They're not you and they're not in your life. You know? But that's also the, the behavioral patterns that we've given so much power away to other people where we've allowed their judgments and their opinions to have so much power over us. To dictate our lives and you know, allow, you know, submit to emotional, mental abuse. You know, and even physical abuse in those moments. You know, lots of things. So, you know, we can just see all in all without going too deep. You know, if we return it back to ourself first, if we just do it for ourselves first, it automatically roots out so many issues down the line that don't even have to happen because we are supporting ourselves first, loving and taking care and nurturing ourselves. So therefore, we don't expect it from anyone. We can't blame anyone you know, else for not giving it to us. You know, it, you, it kind of like it cancels out all those different things that your ego goes after, you know, in, in arguments and fights with other people. You're like, well, if I just do it for myself, then I have nothing to worry about. I don't, I don't need you to do it. I don't expect you. I'm not going to die if you don't show up for me in this way and do it for me. Like I can, I can do that for myself now. I can show up for myself. And that's empowering. That's, that's wow. Whew. That's a brave and courage, you know, like level up right there. And, you know, if you can stand in your, your own truth and power and be able to manifest and co-create through your own dreams and give that to, you know, yourself with your own permission. It's huge. It's so huge. Um, but I love every last one of you. I hope you have a beautiful, beautiful week um, or a weekend coming up. Tomorrow's Friday. So, <laughs> um Live streams, still not sure. Um, you know, not really sure about the timing. The time's going to change around a little bit here and there. Uh, I'm going to play with the time zones. I feel it kind of get some people on from like overseas and other countries um, and just kind of shake it up, get more people on and just, inter- you know, talk and interact and, you know, make new friends for <laughs> all your for So um, stay tuned for that. That's coming. I think there's a video option on here, but um, on the live streams coming, if anyone has, we're going to start this new thing I'm calling, um, and I forgot what I called it, healing stories. Thank you, Ages. Um, healing stories. So that's a new thing we're going to start next live stream when we start. Um, so basically anybody who, is already on you know the stream at the time listening to the chat if you have been through any experiences recently or have a really powerful um story to share you know it's they're not really stories about anything that you're going through right now that you're still fighting or figuring out these are you know healing stories these are stories that you have healed from that you've you know life experiences that can help change other people's um perspective and just kind of help them understand themselves more you know so um, fill into that 
everyone is is welcome to that again these are complete stories so not nothing present that you're still going through more so things that you've been through you've healed from it but it's a powerful story to share you know with other people to help them you know resonate and connect with themselves so i feel i'm going to start doing that next live stream um that's open to everyone i'll put recorders out there for you but yeah you can just come on and you know share your story and just kind of help you know this is how you can contribute you know helping other people learn but also step up and they're contributing back to humanity to each other learning that their words and that their experiences do have power and it can heal and it can change things you know and the more they trust themselves the more they can feel brave enough to you know get up there and talk you know to not just one person but you know 20 plus people and be able to share their own personal experiences there's a lot of transformation in that you know and it really helps you know you feel good as a person that you have power you have a voice you have you have meaning and it it, it make, has a purpose you know and i feel a lot of people in just in humanity in general are in that space where they don't feel like they have a voice they don't feel like their experience is really worth much they don't feel like they have much of a purpose and so they don't speak up either they don't want to speak up because then they feel unworthy or they feel like they don't really have a place to speak up like what are they going to speak up for like who am i you know, and that's the energy of so much unworthiness and judgment and self-hatred and lack of gratitude for ourselves that we've been taught through life, you know. So I feel like that's kind of, you know, all in all, I feel everything that the angels kind of bring through is always going to, you know, help heal something. So I feel like that will help really help people feel more comfortable speaking, you know, and then we'll come up with new things too as well, like cards and some other different techniques, I guess, and just see how it goes. What's fun for everyone, what everyone finds enjoyment doing and participating in. But as long as everyone's participating, that's the point, you know, and it's really where we want to get to. Um, so, yeah, I love you all. I hope you have a grand weekend um, wherever you are in the world. Uh, and we will be back soon, probably Saturday, a live stream, same time. Um, so look out for there. And then probably going to do podcasts podcasts are coming back to now um this live stream is recorded on telegram but also if you have issues with telegram it is being recorded on the podcast so these streams will now be put on podcast now for anybody that wants to listen that way um yeah we're just changing a lot of things up so stay tuned love you all um and look out for the the, the moon portal coming up too in a couple of days uh, ceremonies, make sure you're, you know, in your space is kind of like giving yourself the patience. You know, there's a lot of things that need to come out, but if you're not slowing down enough, you're never going to get there. Okay. So famous quote before we go, you got to slow down to speed up. All right. I love you all. Take care of yourselves. We will be back soon. Mwah.